Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Ready, Aim, Retire with Rob Curvin from Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here's Ready, Aim, Retire with your host, Rob Curvin. Well, welcome folks to another episode of Ready, Aim, Retire. I'm here with Tony Shore, as usual. Tony, how we doing? Oh, doing good, Rob. Thanks for having me on the show today. I always love another episode of Ready, Aim, Retire because, number one, you treat me so well, Rob, having me on the show. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And number two, I usually learn something. Uh, Although last week, um, you know... You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was gone, and um, you know, you always have to have me on the show with you. You know, well, if, if you want anybody to get any good content, yeah. Without <laughs> you, without you, Tony, there is no show. You know, well, the other week we we had uh, we had someone on, and they were kind of you know uh, they were a guest, so they were taking a, all the airtime. I could sense your disappointment in that. <laughs> I was, you know, I was just a little tear rolling down yeah my yeah I, I could sense that no you know, i'm uh, fine in fact uh good shows lately um what are we talking about in today's show rob do you know what we're going to talk about this is interesting because this this happens obviously a few times a year and you, you hear the story and you kind of move on but we're going to talk about celebrities legacy planning mistakes awesome. so um, not you know, not getting around to your legacy planning, and, and when we sit with clients, I'm always like, you know what? Let's make sure all the ducks are in a row. Sure, we manage the account, we do financial planning, we try to make sure you have an income plan, a asset plan, an insurance plan. Make sure everything's kind of moving along. But you'd be shocked at the amount of celebrities, you know, that you know, make millions and millions of dollars that have you know estates up to two, three hundred million dollars that literally don't even have a, a legacy plan in place. And we'll go through today kind of the ramifications of that. And I believe that everyone should have something in place, you know, uh, you know, something that directs where the, where they want their assets to go today, tomorrow and otherwise, um, because I think that's very important. And, it, and when you're listening out there, folks, if you even halfway through, if you're listening and I haven't uh, gave my number out, write this number down, 630-780-1099. That's 630-780-1099. Write that down. You think of something while we're talking, give us a call. It doesn't matter if it's after hours. You can just leave your name and number, and we'll have someone from the office give you a call. Come on in. Sit down with me for a half hour, 45 minutes, you know, complimentary. That means no charge, you know, complimentary. And we'll just kind of see what you're up to and, and you know, review, you know, where you're at, you know. So uh, without further ado, um, let's get on with it, Tony. Yeah, definitely. And I know that you... You have an article uh, from Kiplinger.com, uh, fittingly titled "Estate Planning Mistakes Celebrities Have Made," and uh, this is a fascinating topic. It always fascinates <laughs> me, and I think a lot of people out there, uh, when you hear about a celebrity passing, it's obviously sad when anyone passes. But what's fascinating is, is sometimes these wealthy celebrities, uh, the mistakes they've made, and and uh, and they pass away without having their ducks in a row. So this is a good topic. I mean, we've all heard yeah. rumors and horror stories 
about celebrities and their estates, right? Yeah, totally. And you always wonder, like, hey, how could they be so how how could they be so foolish? Yeah, they're no different than anybody else. You know, right. it's easy in, in in you know financial plan. It's easy for people even rolling over four hundred one ks to us. It's easy to kick that can down the road. I'll get to it next week. I'll get to it next week. And next thing you know, oh, you're in this situation, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. So let's dig into this. What do you got? What's the first celebrity you have that you want to talk about? Okay. So let's do this. So it, it, this is reported first in the Associated Press. So this was from September of last year. So September 2018. Uh, the late Aretha Franklin. We all know her. Yeah. She left no will, no trust and was reportedly worth about $80 million. Wow. So what happens now? That's what people will say. Well, doesn't her family get it? No, they don't They don't actually just get it. They're going to face lengthy court proceedings when they're dividing up the fortune. You know, and their attorney of 28 years, Don Wilson, he also, so he was talking to the Associated Press. I, you know, this is probably where the information came from. But he said, you know, and this is very typical. I tried to convince her that she should not just get a will, but a trust while she was alive. She never said no. She never said, no, I don't want to do that. She just never got around to it. Oh. And as a result, it's going to be years, years yeah. for her family to split up that will. Well, Rob, it seems like an important thing to get around to, doesn't it? Uh, so what are right. some other mistakes celebrities have made when it comes to wills and, and legacy planning? Well, here's another one in the same in the same industry. And this is right around your corner. And actually, I went to Prince's, you know, to his house. What's that place called that he's at? It's uh, oh, something Paisley Park. Park. Paisley, Paisley Park. Park? Yep. Yeah. So I actually went there one time when I was up there shortly after he passed because I wanted to check it out. But yeah. uh, but he did the same thing. You know, so the, you know, he, you know, died without a will, you know, died without distributing anything up. And because of that, a judge in Minnesota uh, was given the task of dividing up Prince Roger Nelson's Assets. I don't know if that, that's a fun fact for you, Prince Roger Nelson. That's okay. what his real name, yeah. Yeah. Um, his assets are worth about $200 million, Tony. So, so the, here's wow. what the judge has to task. So he has to divide it among living siblings, among, you know, uh, half-siblings, you know, half-siblings that he had. Uh, in a case of, of one that's this large, um, the only ones who actually profit, guess who? The lawyers. Yep. It's the lawyers. The lawyers <laughs> yep. are making money. Yep. Nobody else, according to the Kip, the Kiplinger article that I'm referencing, this is two years after his death, none of Prince's heirs have received one single dime. Wow. You know, that's a long time. That's two years. So you have his immediate family, you have his half-brothers and sisters, and the only one that's getting paid right now is the lawyers for two-plus years. Wow. You know, so, so That's crazy. Go ahead. I, I mean, that's. I was just going to say that's a long time to have to wait for a resolution. So it seems like having a will or a legacy plan in place uh, as soon as possible is pretty important then, right? I think it's it's paramount. And and the it's interesting. So so when when I sit down with people and we go through everything, um, even after we you know we start managing their accounts and we, we have a financial plan in place, you know, we'll circle the wagons again and say, geez, you know what, what do we got, you know, for, for legacy plan? Do you have a trust in place? Oh, yeah, you know what? I was supposed to give that guy a call. I was supposed to give this person a call. And I would get on them and on them and on them, you know, kind of every time I meet because I think, you know, it's something that has to be done. If you don't have a will or a trust in place, um, you know, your estate may not be worth as much as Prince's, but do you want the lawyers just getting your money? And do you, you want know? to leave your spouse or your children or your grandchildren in a bad situation? where they right. have to go through lengthy court battles or leave them without enough money 
uh, to be supported after you're gone. Uh, you know, that's just that's not right. That's not good. Even if you're leaving it to a charity, you don't want them to have to fight for it and, and uh, waste all that money. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, you're right. Like, I have clients that are leaving it to charities, but the same thing. Like, so the charity has to fight for the money you're giving them? Like, like think about that. That and makes no sense. do you want, no like, 50% of your money not to go to the charity, but to go to lawyers to try to get it? Yeah, that's right. crazy. Think, and think about the, you know, the the lawyers that are that are settling Prince's estate. I'm sure they're not cheap lawyers. Uh, no. You know, no. so you're talking, you know, you could be it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, I'm sure it will. Uh, maybe more. Maybe it's millions of dollars yeah. by the time they're done. You know, that's going to be, you know, taken out of that. Yeah. You know, so it, there's no way anybody wants that. So it, it's it's important to have that plan. Uh, it's also important to make sure it's updated, Tony. So sometimes people, uh, everyone's guilty of this, you know, so they, you know, they, they let's say they get a will. I remember I had, I had a will. I'm married 25 years. So I had a will when we first got married. Sure. You know, then, you know, some kid, you know, I had three daughters, so they came, they came along. So we, you know, we updated that and made it into a trust and we updated that. And, you know, 10 years later, I got, you know, different things have happened. So we've updated that. But a lot of times you actually don't update it. And, and really it took us, you know, probably 15 years before we did the first update, you know, you know, because you're, you're kind of living through life. Well, here's a great example of that. So in the States of Barry White and Heath Ledger, you know, you know the, the, these guys. So you had Barry White who passed away in 2003. Uh, at the time, he wasn't legally divorced from his second wife. They were separated, you know, but he wasn't legally divorced. So even though they were separated, um, White's will still indicated that his wife was supposed to get everything because he had not updated it. And he really literally was still legally, legally married. He had a living girlfriend of several years and all nine of his children received nothing in that version of the will. <clears throat> so the first will, kind of like what I'm saying, I didn't have children at that time. Right. So I had a will, and you know what? I, you know, uh, Natalie was getting everything you know, of mine. She, I was getting everything of hers, and that's kind of how it went. But then kids come along, and 15 years later, we finally updated. He never got around to updating it. So as you can imagine, a big court battle ensued between all parties. And no one wants, just like you said, no one wants their families and loved ones, their business partners, whoever it may be, you know, fighting in court after your death. Yeah. You know, and this yeah. is a simple situation again. It just didn't, he didn't update it. Yeah. So what about, you mentioned Heath Ledger. How is that one different? Because I absolutely loved him as the Joker in the the Batman movie, The Dark Knight. Love that. You know, what's a, you know what's kind of interesting is as I was preparing for the show, so I was going through everything and reading all these things. Do you, know, do you know he passed away in 2008? It's already been 11 years. Wow, it seems like just yesterday. Doesn't it seem I like mean, that that Dark long Knight ago? It seems like a relatively recent movie, but I guess it's been a while. Right. Yeah, it's it, it, it crazy. But he did the same, same, a similar thing. So obviously he died young, you know, very unexpected, as yeah. everyone knows. But So he passed away in 2008, um, and his will directed everything, and his legacy should be left to his immediate family. So his parents and his three sisters inherited the entire thing. Here's the problem. The will was created before his daughter with actress Michelle Williams was born. So they were initially left with nothing on top of losing him. You know, so, so again, same situation like I, like I said. You know, this is done early on, before you have a wife, before you have you know, you know, children. So he would obviously want it to go to his, uh, to his daughter uh, but it went to his immediate family. Now, and this this one has a happy ending with nobody fighting in court. Uh, obviously, these are good people. So 
his is a little bit different because his family actually later gave all of the money. So all of the money from the legacy to his daughter, Matilda. So in this case, the daughter was provided, obviously, in spite of an outdated will. Yeah, but because how, he many had a good times family. That, how many people would <clears throat> give that up? I would say daughter. very I think few, right? A lot right? of people out there would not, and that's the problem. Yeah, I think that's the big problem, and I don't think that uh, that's that's the one I have here with a you know really you know happy ending. Sure. Well, and so it's not just important to have a will, but the point here is also have a recently updated will, right? Well, totally. That that's a hundred percent correct because the those two examples obviously not having it you know you know updated. Um, and, and I'm going to reference to an ARP article from 2016 with the same thing, celebrity planning mistakes. And this one's interesting. Uh, James Gandolfini, you know, from uh, Sopranos. Yep. Everybody James loved Gandolfini, him. James Gandolfini, he's great. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, he had a will set up to provide for his wife, daughter, and two sisters upon his death, which was obviously unexpected. And if you remember, he had a heart attack when he was on vacation. Um, nobody expected that. Yep. Um, however, but because the will was not set up to protect his roughly $70 million nest egg from legacy taxes, his heirs were hit with a legacy tax bill that was up to 55% of the value of the inheritance. Oh. So again, so he did, he, you know, he had, it's kind of set up to that his wife and, um, you know, daughter, two sisters would get something, but he, he didn't go to the next level to do like a little bit of tax planning. You're sitting with $70 million dollars. Um, and you give up 55% of it because of poor tax planning. Um, yeah, that's a costly all one. All that money could have went to his family, but instead... Uh, over $30 million, right? You know, if it's a 55%. Uh, yeah. That's sad, though, that, uh, that that happened. So to recap what you're saying here, Rob, is not having a will is bad. Having yep. a will is better, but having an updated will is even better. And then having a will that protects against tax consequences might be even better than the even better, <laughs> right? There's a lot of betters. Yeah. You know, and, and I think the, 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 the best of the better is, is just to make sure you have an appropriate legacy plan in place, wherever you might, you know, wherever you are in life. And I deal a lot with people coming into retirement, uh, retired. And, and lately, I've had a lot of people uh, that I deal with that, that happen to be younger. You know, I would call them millennials, you know, in that, sure. that 30 to 45 range uh, where they're just starting to have kids. You know, yep. so something like this is this is critical to them, um, but I think almost at every stage because you start to have children, you become like me. You forget about it for fifteen years. The people, you know, that you know, the retirees I deal with, you know, they're having new grandchildren. You know, so the same thing is happening, and they might forget about the new grandchildren that they they want them in the trust or the will or, or or whatnot, and those are easy mistakes. So yeah, you're right. Like not having that proper legacy plan in place can be costly. Yeah, and you work with um, estate planning attorneys to help your clients uh, make sure that they have all the proper uh, documents and legacy plan in place, right? 100%. So so we we, that we have a great estate attorney that I refer people to. Um, we, 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 we send them to, to Wayne only because he's very, very thorough. The girls are very good. Uh, and, he's, and it's not a one-size-fits-all. Everyone's kind of different. Everyone has a different plan, almost like sure. doing a financial plan. Yep. You know? So we're trust, there's a lot of trust that's very similar inside of them. There's, there's definitely nuances in each different one that he does. So, yeah, 100% we have that. All right. So here uh, on, the, on the last part of the show, you know, we've talked so far about uh, legacy mistakes made by Aretha Franklin, Prince, Barry White, Heath Ledger, and even James Gandolfini. 
Um, and, and that would be quite the guest list for our show, actually. Would it ever? Um, but who else is on the list? Who else do you want to talk about? Well, here's here's another one. So the the do you remember the the U.S. sprinter, the Olympic sprinter, um, Flojo, Florence oh, yeah. Griffith Joyner? Yeah, Florence Griffith Joyner, Flojo. She was huge in the '80s. Yep. So she was. Uh, um, she set the world record at the 100-meter dash in the 88 Olympic trials yep. in Indianapolis. Went on huge. to set the record in 200 meters in, in the Summer Olympics of 88 in Seoul, South Korea. Um, leader of fashion. She actually, she actually, you know, you know, I didn't even know this, designed the uniforms for the Indiana Pacers in 1989. Now, <laughs> I don't have a picture of that in front of me. I'm definitely going to Google that after this show that's is done crazy. to kind of see... If she was talented in that arena, in but the fashion arena, wow, that's crazy! I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that either. Actually, um, she was a little more organized than the ones we've mentioned. So she she actually, you know, had a legacy plan. Um, you know, she she her her heirs believed there was a will um, because she had talked about it. Uh, they just couldn't find it. Oh. Which, as, which, as it often does, leads to years of legal battles. So if they can't find the will, here's another one, yeah, folks. Yeah, what good does it's, it do then, I guess? Right, so if you got one, and, and that's what we, you know, you know, when you say, hey, do you use trust attorneys? Well, obviously, they have a couple. A reputable place is going to have it. But if nobody knows where she went, you'll never find it. Yep, that's you know, true. When you think about it. And if you keep it, you know, you know kind of hidden up, you're never going to find it. So that's, uh, yeah, that's that was an interesting one. Right, and you use a tool for your clients to help them keep track of uh, wills and, and help their loved ones know where everything's at called the Generational Vault. I think we may have mentioned it on a previous show, but that's a great tool for keeping documents stored digitally, isn't it? It's fantastic, Tony, because here, here's what our Generational Vault does is there's you go on there and we have you know loved ones go on there. I've had clients obviously pass away, so we can locate on there you know, we, we upload the, the copy of the will or the trust. People keep copies of insurance documents, especially life insurance documents. Um, there's account information, so we know where the accounts is. Sometimes even, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, wills and trust and legacy. If you don't know where the money's at, it does. I guess the other stuff doesn't matter either. So Right, if you have a will but you don't have the documents that show, okay, this was in life insurance, this is in an IRA here, you have to have all that stuff. And to have copies of it in one place is is very valuable and important, isn't it? But totally, totally. And if she and if you know Flojo in her case, you know everyone knew or believed that she had this legacy plan. Well, she had a copy of it in the generational vault. Then her heirs could get to it um, and see all the documents because we have clients that it's not only just that stuff. And like I just or they they have like other things written in there. You know, so you know you'll go into there and say. Oh, hey, I want to make sure Jimmy gets X. You know, so the money might be going to Jimmy's parents, but, you know, there's a note in there. You know, so uh, our clients take it very seriously as a spot to just have everything located. You know, so even stuff that we don't even take care of, they put, hey, we got this in the bank, you know, and they list that, you know, they don't list a bank account number, obviously, but they'll put the bank that it's at and whatnot. So doing something like that and, and the, in the encryption that we have, we have the unlimited storage. Uh, the, the, the 2048-bit encryption. This is available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. We have clients traveling that, that log in. We have clients that ask us to do something for them to log in. So it's a powerful tool. Yeah, uh, it sounds like it. Well, you know, this has been a great show and a great topic. Uh, it's fascinating to talk about this, but I think the point is you got to have a plan in place when it comes to your legacy. 
Uh, we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today, Rob? Well, yeah. You know what, Tony? I would just say to you folks, listen, don't kick the can down the road anymore. You know, uh, you know, people kick their financial planning down the road. And then further down the road, somewhere maybe around a bend or down a hill, is the is the legacy planning. You know, it's like it, the two things that are, are really critical, um, you know, to your life, you know, really get pushed off to the side. And I get it. Life gets busy. But, you know, make a move today. Give us a call at 630-780-1099. Come on in. Let's take a look at your plan. Let's see what you're doing. Uh, we'll do it 100% complimentary. Sit down for a half hour, 45 minutes with me, Rob Curvin. I, I'm not going to pass you off to anybody. Um, and then we'll just kind of see where you're at and what you need help with, you know, and, and it's complimentary. You leave, you leave, you, you go on to your next thing. But uh, but I think it's important. Spend 45 minutes on yourself. So, again, 630-780-1099. All right. Thanks, Rob. And listeners, thanks for tuning in today. This has been Ready, Aim, Retire with our host, Rob Kirby. Thank you for listening to Ready, Aim, Retire. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rob Curvin at Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. Call 630-780-1099 or visit their website at apadvisors.net. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Robert Curvin offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508. An SEC-registered investment advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliated of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through P. Robert Curvin, independent agent. P. Robert Curvin and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.